You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes. If you don't know who we are, 10,000 Takes, we're a digital media entertainment network superpower in, Min- in Minnesota. We specialize in Minnesota sports and events and outdoors, specifically around entertainment and comedy. My name is Boss Man. I am joined by Wags and JJ. Gentlemen, it is Saturday. December 6th? 4th. 4th. God. Yeah. Oh, just two days off. Once December hits, I just I get too wrapped up in Christmas and I just forget what day it is. You still are you actually like excited for Christmas or is it just like yeah. now you're old? I actually you know what? I really like the events leading up to Christmas more than I like Christmas itself. I, I agree. Actually just the whole season As an is adult, nice. The whole yeah. season is nice, yeah. Well it's it's it you get excited for actual days off. Yeah, right? that is of, true. Of work. Actually December that has to be the most days you get off, right? In December I, I would think. I mean, uh normally uh, yeah, yeah, it has to be. Well November you get Usually the night before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, or, you know, like, we did, like, half day, but then Thanksgiving, Black Friday, that's two. Oh, you got a half day on Wednesday? I did get that. That's nice. I I, I did not get that. Yeah. Jake. Jake. Jake No. Oh. But, yeah, dude, it's, it's, uh, it is super nice having some time off in December and then just being able to, like, hang out with family. You get to see family a lot. You get to see friends. It just kind of gives you, I think I mentioned it in a, in, like, a previous episode of either the radio show or the podcast, but it's just, it just puts a new light on partying mm-hmm. and it gives you kind of a different reason to celebrate rather than just like, Oh, it's a weekend. So we're all going to get drunk together. And honestly, like actually family being together, it's actually like when you're a kid, you're always around family, right? You don't think too much of it, but now that you're getting older and older every single year, I'm spending less and less time with my family. And you right. kind of honestly, as you get older and you see your parents get older and your, your family get older, you kind of start to actually really enjoy and cherish it a little bit more, especially you know when you were younger. Right. Right, exactly. No, it's it's all it's all a good bit. It's all in good fun. I mean, you just get. But then, the older you get, the you know, the drunker you can get with the family. You can do true, that when yeah. you're five yeah. years old. You don't want to be drinking beer with your dad when you're five. At least, no. Hopefully, hopefully, you're not. Unless you took that sip. Allegedly, can I just take a sip? You know, I think I had that sip like with when I was like seven for the first time. Well, you were a Wisconsin kid. I'm sure they were just giving you full on beers a shock and a. I mean, yeah, dude. You, you can uh, you can have. You can have a drink at a bar with your parents as long as you're like 14 in Wisconsin. That's it's insane. fantastic. I don't think a lot of people know about that because I I feel like I go I've gone to a lot of bars in Wisconsin and you don't see 14 year olds there drinking. I mean, yeah, they're not going to put it on a sign, right? Mm-hmm. But it's well, like a loophole. It's like, hey, if you know, you know. Well, like in France and stuff, it's pretty common for like children to drink wine and stuff with meals. Like it is a pretty common thing. We know someone uh, through uh, University of North Dakota, Jack, who when they actually um, when they were a kid, they went to France. And they like what you're supposed to do is like they usually do like wine tasting. So they'll give you like 30 things of you wine in the bucket. As, and you're supposed to spit it out and you're not supposed to swallow it. But they serve you this as they're also serving you a bunch of courses of meal. Right. Well, this he's like eight years old. He doesn't know he's supposed to be spitting it out and his parents aren't watching him. He ends up getting completely hammered at eight years of old or eight years of age and then vomiting all over the dinner table. It's oh. so this is like a five star Michelin rated restaurant in France that he was at. 
Imagine being a child and getting drunk and not knowing what it means. I feel like that'd be terrifying. Well, his dad, apparently, as soon as it happened, just grabbed him by the neck and essentially just threw him out of the room. He was so embarrassed because this is high-class stuff. that's tough. And everyone was Francais. Francais. Watch your kid when he's drinking wine. That's what I got to say about that. Funny story that didn't happen to me personally. It kind of happened to my older brother because we were at like a bar mitzvah or something. A what? It's like a is that bar. like a birthday for a guy named Bob? No, no. It's it's like instead of a bar mitzvah, it's like the when like a girl. Who oh, I didn't even 13. I didn't even know they had that. Yeah, I think it's bar mitzvah for a girl who turns thirteen and bar mitzvah and for bar a, mitzvah's and for that's a guy. still under the Jewish umbrella. It's under the Jewish umbrella, yes. The, so it's we went to a synagogue and all that, and it was for like a family friend. And my older brother started drinking what he thought was grape juice. It was actual, like they actually, like you know, you, you do, you know, the the blood, the, the blood of in, in this in this communion, or like communion, or, or yeah. well, I know well, it's Judaism, so they don't. You're celebrate right, yeah, that. You're but right. they had something like that that you, we're used to going to our church, and it's just like grape juice. Growing up, yeah. it was turned out it was flat out wine, but like everybody could do it because it was something. It's religious, so it so it counts. Really right. quick, you just had like so. I remember as a kid, I went to like a Lutheran church starting as like a young kid, but they would give everyone wine during no, communion. It was during communion. It was just grape juice. Okay, yeah. even for the adults, even for the adults. I mean, yeah, church on a budget. Yep, because right. you know, <laughs> they didn't want to spend money on on the actual wine. But no, my brother. Thought it was uh, grape juice, so he ended up drinking like five or six of them, and he was like fourteen at the time, and we're like, we thought he was acting weird, and my mom was like, "Did you? What were you drinking that? Yeah, it's good grape juice. No, that's wine. Oh god. Here's the like, thing though, little cups. I've of- never had wine that tastes like grape juice. Yeah, I don't There's, know why so, you'd have a my, second. Alcohol my, tastes my, terrible when you're a child. Just my brother. Do you so. think there was? Do you think that there might be a conspiracy here that he knew it was wine from the start? That, and that, that was just going to be his built-in excuse when he got caught. That could be a. That's vi- very viable. The okay. government knew it the and whole time. Yep. Knowing my brother, that's probably very true. Or he just was that stupid. I don't know. It could be either or. It's a combination of things. Combination of things. All right. Combination of factors. Well, folks, like we said, you're listening to It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes. Let's move into the first segment. We got Bit of the Week. If you are new here, this is just kind of our relatable joke or situation because everything in life's a bit. So, uh, JJ, let's start with you. What's your bit this week? Um, so this is going to go in pander in in pattern, I should say, into Wags's bit. But I'm going to be doing the defending Tanner Morgan. Bit because this week was kind of a big week. Um, last couple weeks for announcements because we obviously saw Mo Ibrahim returning here a couple weeks ago. He said he'd return. Now Tanner Morgan announced after like a day after the the uh, the Wisconsin game, a huge win for him. He's decided he was coming back for the 2022 season, and people were just ripping on him, like absolutely ripping on him. And I mean, this guy—I I have some—I have some notes here. I have a couple notes here. Let's let's oh, hear them. This guy, this guy. First off, we know him personally. He's been on the show. He's been on the bit. Good, he has very good nice bu- guy. Good buddy of ours. He's a good buddy of ours. And this guy, first off, has twenty-six wins as a starter here at the most University winning Minnesota. quarterback in Gopher history. Most, right? most in school history for a starting quarterback, which yeah. is insane. And then he also has completed five hundred forty-six passes, third most in in school history. He has knocked off Wisconsin. He beat Penn State when they're a top ten team. He put us close to a you know a potential playoff berth, but there's only four teams allowed in it. This guy, sure, he's had some inconsistent games, but which quarterbacks haven't? Right. I mean, Tom Brady, the best quarterback of all time, has had some bad games. I know. I'm not sitting here saying Tanner Morgan's going to be Tom Brady. Very well could be, but he's he's a nice guy and he's a solid consistent for the most part quarterback well he's proven too when he has actual weapons as his wideouts yes. he can get them the ball just fine he proved that two and years ago when he had two first round picks on his team and in fact people then were they were saying that he should be a first round pick two years ago do you guys remember couldn't yeah couldn't yes the, couldn't the gophers just recruit 
the guys that all these people think are going to be better and then make them compete for the spot. And if Tanner's the best, then we wouldn't have wanted to get rid of him in the first place. I guess, yes. <laughs> but I will say he did beat out Zach Anikstead in the end, even though Zach Anikstead actually won the job in 2019 over Tanner Morgan, got injured, then Tanner Morgan came in, and he's, he got Stepped the nod up. in 2019 yeah. over Zach Anikstead. And no, but I'm doing the defending Tanner Morgan because it's like kind of like Kirk Cousins where he has great stats. People are ripping on him for folding under pressure, not doing anything. You know, he had one good year in 2019. He shouldn't be coming back, yada, yada, yada. It's it's a load of garbage. It's He's a good quarterback. It really is. Wait, will this be his sixth? The fifth year, sixth year, it's sixth up year, and and he can do that because of the COVID year, right? With the COVID, so year, he'll yes. be a sixth year senior, but one of the years didn't count for eligibility because of COVID. So it's, yes. he's technically a yep. fifth year senior as far as the NCAA yes. eligibility is concerned. But people are like, oh, he's going to be thirty. He's twenty three. He's twenty three. He's twenty two. Right? He's twenty two right he's now. Still but he'll be twenty three next year, which is. I was in college at that age, you know. Yeah, so. right, right. Exactly. Like it's 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 he's older than us. If yeah. you guys think he's so bad, then the Gophers will find someone. They'll recruit someone, and he'll beat Tanner out in the off season, which probably hey, won't this happen. This is this is the Big Ten. This is okay? The way it works. If he's not performing, PJ's job will be on the line. And he will be taken out as quarterback yeah, before so he puts his job. Everyone at risk. relax. Like we finished eight and four, six and three in the Big Ten this year. We beat Wisconsin. Like does, I mean, calm down, people. We does beat Adam, Penn State in twenty nineteen. Does Adam Weber, Weber? Does he have all the records? Or what quarterback has like the majority of the records? Oh, Oh, so I think Adam Weber actually yeah. has a lot of like uh, like yards passing and all that. Like when he had Decker, oh my gosh. So how with this extra year, do you think Tanner Morgan will be able to get there? I think so. You'll set really all the do. records depends, at the end, especially if like Ottman Bell hinted to come, yeah. Yeah. come back. Like, dude. But the other things about well, he had weapons in 2019. That's ridiculous. He still you have to you still have to get the ball to yeah. them and yeah. utilize their skills and abilities. To get, you can't just right. here's the thing: the I'm wide receivers can't throw the ball to themselves. Right? Exactly. You well, still have to throw good passes to them to, for them to catch it. You're listening to It's a Bit Radio. We're doing our bits of the week. This transitions well into Wags's uh, bit. Yeah, mine's the defending Kirk Cousins, but I can't believe we're out here defending or freaking Minnesota quarterbacks. Close I'm, one. I was close. I got myself Minnesota quarterbacks. Previous plays under further review. <laughs> defending them left and right, but like this is something where I feel like it's been forced upon me. Like I didn't choose. I didn't choose this role, but like as the year has gone on and as Kirk Cousins gotten more and more and more crap. I feel like I have to step up and defend the guy. Kirk Cousins obviously didn't have his best game last week. Hopefully, he'll improve tomorrow. But it, get, last week wasn't his fault. I got this crazy stat I found here today, and I want to read it to you guys. Is it, wait, it. before we go, is it a Dustin Baker stat? It's not, but it seems like it would be. Okay. Dustin okay. Baker puts off <laughs> he's, he's the stuff. CEO of stats. I, yeah, he's like the CEO stats of Kirk Stats don't stands. lie. It's true. Okay, so here we go. This is quarterback records when throwing two-plus interceptions in a game. Okay. Tom Brady is 19 and 27. Russell Wilson, 5 and 10. Matthew Stafford, 11 25. Uh, Lamar Jackson is 6 and 2. Can you guys guess what Kirk Cousins' record is oh, when he God. throws two or more interceptions in a game? I don't even. It's probably such a good record, isn't it? Yeah. Can I just. I'm going to take a stab. Um, I'm going to say 22 and 5. I'm going to say like. 18 and three or four. So Kirk Cousins record when he throws two or more interceptions in a game is 0 and 20. Oh, oh it's bad. The well, other I think, way. I thought you were hinting. It was no, like a, oh. this, I think. And what this proves right here is if Kirk Cousins has a bad game, his team loses, which means that he does not have any support on any of the teams he's ever been on. The defenses are not there. And he's look at these That's other. I mean, look stat. at Tom Brady is Lamar 19 Jackson. And, he's six and two. Tom Brady is 19 and 27. Yeah. Like all these players have had ho- bad games and they still have had their teams win. It's because it's a team effort to exactly. win a football game. If you're all in 20, when you throw two picks, you're the team. 
because right. that means when you don't play well, your team loses. And that's what's happening this year for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, you see the defense last week. Like, people were like, oh, well, Kirk, they're just running through them like butter. Oh, John that, Garoppolo, that, really? That just proves that the Vikings rely on their quarterback so much that he's a single point of failure, which yeah. should never be a thing considering teams have how many people on the roster. Yeah, and everyone keeps talking about Case Keenum. Guess what? Case Keenum didn't have to play great because the rest of the team was so they good. Were right. so, they had one of the best O-lines and defenses that Mike Zimmer ever had. Well, like it, it's like you said, like you, you're not even choosing to defend Kirk. Like I didn't choose the Kirk life. The Kirk life chose me. Yeah, I didn't choose to Kirk <laughs> off, but I just woke up and I, needed to Kirk off. Yeah, I needed to Kirk off. But there's so many other stats. Like I saw a stat too, like the first their first like hundred games or something. Like Kirk Cousins has 42 touchdowns and Aaron Rodgers is like 45. And like there's some crazy stats. He's like the third quarterback in history to have like a quarterback rating like consistently over 100 for so many games, and it's only like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady up ahead of him. Right. It's insane, the stats he's putting up. Be like, oh, it's garbage time. You can't put up that much good stats in just five minutes left in a football game. Give me a break. Dude, you brought up uh, the Vikings' run defense last week. Man, that last drive by the 49ers, that last eight minutes, was like the worst torture in the world. Yeah, that was Kirk bad. Cousins' fault. <laughs> yeah, why didn't Kirk Cousins inspire his defense enough? Yeah. It pisses me off, man. Why did, why did Kirk Cousins make... Put a gun to Greg Joseph's head and make him miss the extra point. Why is Kirk yeah. Cousins in the league when good Christian boys like Tim Tebow aren't? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. On, what the hell are you doing, NFL? <laughs> All right. I'll take us home. My bit of the week to get away from sports is, uh, I don't really know. what. Uh, let's just call this interesting compliment bit. I had a decently attractive girl at the bar on uh, last Saturday after the Gophers won the Axe. By the way, we're still we're still coming down from that. That was freaking awesome. I almost dropped one there. Uh, she said that... You're awkward and extremely funny, and I think that's sexy. Who is this? Someone who knew about 10K? Like, how did they? Yeah, or are you talking yeah. to them for? Okay, she, okay. She, she knows of of the brand, but uh, I I don't I don't know how to react. Oh, to but that. I, was that the first time like a female has come up to you and been like, "Hey, like I know you from 10K, and mm-hmm. like you're awesome and hot, or something like that." Yeah, it was something like that. Dude, that's that's you've had some good weeks lately. Man. I know. Shout out. Well, like it a was, couple weeks ago at Cowboy Jacks, Jacks. Uh, there was a girl just sucking on my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. anything Maybe. else? Yeah. Or, oh, she oh, walked oh. up to me and said, "Do you want to make out? I think you're cute." And I'm like, "Okay." That was that was. <laughs> and 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 to to say what Dunna, our good Irish buddy, said. Dunna. He said uh, the way he said it was, "It's that new house energy, bro." I can't do his accent because all this sound like I'm discriminating the whole no, country energy, of Ireland. He's like, he's like, it's a new house energy, bro. I'm like, I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, well, you guys live in this big new fancy house now. You know, you moved out of the apartment life. You got all this space. He's like, he's like. You're just more confident because you live in a larger space. See, and I'm like, I don't know if that's how it works, but you know what? I'll, I'll take the new house energy if that's what see, it takes. You, you may not have, you may not have BDE, but you, what you have is even better, and that is N- BHE. N- oh, isn't it NHE? New, uh, new house energy. NHE. NHE. That's even better. Sounds than like BDE. something on the periodic table. It does. It's there's some sort of element because it's it's following us wherever we go, especially boss. New man. house element. But or or, or some, energy. There you go. <laughs> someone's hitting the nerve on what women truly want. They don't want this guy that looks like a Brad or Chad. They wanna. They want us awkward dudes. Yep. That that's it. Don't be creepy. No, no, it's no. Easy. no yeah. Don't be There's in- a difference. <laughs> awkward is different. Like kind of your your goofy or nerdy. Well, I think it's also like it shows that if you're a little bit awkward when you're kind of putting yourself out there, it kind of shows that you're like you're a humble person who doesn't think like you're the shit and you don't think you're better than everyone oh, yeah. else. And it's you're a lot more approachable oh, yeah. and relatable. It's like when people make fun of me on the internet, I say I make fun of myself more than anybody. Don't take that. Oh yeah. From me. There's nothing you could say to us at that but, uh, at this point that's gonna hurt us. By the yeah. way, yeah. So that's beat. that's the boss man brand is uh, awkward, extremely funny, and sexy. But 
But uh, all right, that was bit of the week, folks. We're going to take a really quick commercial break. We'll be right back with Buy or Sell. You're listening to It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes on the fan. All right, welcome back to It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and the fan. We just went through our bits of the week. We're going to move on now to buy or sell. So we're going to name some famous people in the world, ideas, places, whatever, and uh, discuss whether we'd buy or sell them like they're a stock or, or a cryptocurrency if you're part of the future or the metaverse. Oh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg? Some, some NFTs. Oh, god. <laughs> NFTs. So I tried to do a Ga- Gary V impression. So do, 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 do you guys invest in NFTs? Guess what's an NFT, guys? Hey, really quick. Sounds like a drug. Is that TikTok? What's, what's a blockchain? The blockchain? Yeah. So it, oh God, going back to being awkward, it's because of things like this. But the blockchain is basically a technological uh, chain where transactions can happen uh, uh, publicly. So like instead of like a bank transferring funds, I'm not explaining this very well. I, I've done it better before, but like. Basically, any everyone can see everything that happens on it. Okay. So, like with a bank, when they do stuff with your money behind the scenes, you don't exactly get eyes in. Where blockchain things just connect together, and everyone gets the ability to approve, deny. I don't know. It's 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 a it's decentralized way of money transfer. Okay. I've so seen, you can essentially see where money is going. Let's to, see how so let's let's see how close I was. Okay. I've, I've just seen like a, like trading card companies are like releasing like one of one autos of like LeBron James. But they also do it like blockchain okay. versions. It's blockchain. Weird. A blockchain yeah. is oh that's a blockchain game. A system in which record of transactions made in Bitcoin or other cryptocurrency are maintained across several computers that are linked in a peer to peer network. So I was pretty close. That, transactions <laughs> happen and everyone gets access to it because it's decentralized. Okay. That it's not gonna. <laughs> lie it's a little confusing it is it is and I, i'm an it nerd so uh of course I'll, I'll i'll try my hardest there but let's do uh buy or sell so we're gonna list some names i see three names and uh what some will call a commercial capitalist holiday as what we're gonna buy or sell today let's start with uh coach fleck you gonna buy or sell coach fleck jj let's start with you uh is this a question uh it's just it even a, a question yeah uh i'm buying pj fleck 120% row the boats, guy Maga Gophers. Uh, you know, I know people ripped on him for getting the seven year contract and then he and then we got ranked and then we proceeded to drop a game against Illinois. But you know what? This guy's got some energy, he's got some flair to him. You know, you gotta be emotionally sharp, uh, emotionally, spiritually, physically, culturally. I don't know if he says sexually. I, don't <laughs> I was know gonna say. I mean sexually too. I don't know. He says like seven elements, but I'm sure the guy with Heather Fleck is definitely top notch in terms of the sexuality department. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, I'm buying PJ Fleck. Uh, he's uh, he's he's. I think he could be the real deal here potentially. I know we get frustrated because we're Minnesota fans, but I'm buying PJ Fleck. Are you so like uh, for example, uh, you're you're not at all worried about seems like two games against teams they probably should have beat and they don't show up at all? You're not worried about anything like that? I mean, it is a little concerning, but, I mean, this is better than we've had in years. It's hard to win here. Yeah, you know what? And that's, I'm, I'm going to buy PJ because of what you just said. It's better than we've had in years. You're right. Like, there's actually been no real reason to watch the Gophers Whoa. like in the last 20 years until PJ showed up, it feels like. I mean, like. well, Glenn Mason had a couple good years, but I, they fired him because he couldn't get over the hump. Hey, who was the, the D-bag that ended up going to Notre Dame? That was uh, Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz, okay, Back okay. in the late 80s. Yeah. Lou Holtz. I mean, 
don't know my gopher that. history that well. I thought, thought it was. Uh, I thought it was more. You just do an impression. I can't, I can't do Lou. Holtz. Try it again. Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz. We're not making fun hey, of speech impediments. Lou, He's Lou iconic. Lou Holtz is Notre iconic. Notre Dame. We are going to Notre Dame. How long was he the gopher coach? Like a year. Oh, that's it. It's in the late eighties. Yeah, I, for a year. Uh, I'll say I'm buying PJ two like solely because look how many like big market teams who fire their coaches have take at least take interest in him. Yeah. Like since when ha- has someone from uh, USC or what are some of the other big jobs that became available? Well, this Notre year? Dame last year. I where think, right? Where like PJ? No, no. Uh, it was well they still have Brian Kelly or whatever. Um, but I know USC they just hired Lincoln Riley. Yeah. But he was in he was in the mix. It just like whenever there's the a Tennessee. Time. Yeah. Tennessee, Tennessee was in the the mix. fact that the fact that they're considering someone out of Minnesota for these big market football jobs should say enough right there about his track record you, and you his sh- culture. That's why you shouldn't be like, let's not get rid of him because you have these schools, they see something in him. We're we're easy to rip on a coach. Oh, he didn't do this. Well, uh, it's Minnesota. Like, we need to calm down here. Like he just beat Wisconsin. Come on, let's just take a deep breath. Like We'll, no. we'll literally, we'll literally, it's like a Glenn Mason situation 20, 15 years ago. We were actually doing okay, but we're like, oh, well, he wasn't doing enough. So let's go hire Tim Brewster, who was some assistant tight ends coach in Texas under. Uh, but Jake, we got to keep the chili hot. We got to keep the chili hot. Who was the coach at Texas, Texas that won a championship with like Donovan or uh, Vince, Vince, Vince Young? Vince Young, yeah. Oh, who was that coach? Was he that? was just at North Carolina. Look it up, so, Jamie. Yeah, look yeah. it up. Anyway, no, this isn't Joe Rogan. Um, but anyway, look up uh, who that coach was. He notorious name. Also, Coach O was leaving uh, LSU, right? I think so. Yeah, Go he's kind of he kind of got pushed out. I, lo- I, I searched Vince Young college coach, and both of the the female and male basketball coaches pop but up. Not football, <laughs> not football. Tennessee women's basketball is <laughs> iconic. That's probably why that showed up. Well, yeah. Well, no, Texas. Oh, uh, damn it. Damn it! Damn it! No, he, it. he played at tennis with the Titans, obviously. But who is that coach? I'm blanking on him. Pe- bunch of people are like, "Oh, they're yelling at their names at the radio right now, just wanting to kill me." But I can't. I can't find it. So either way, it's it's, it's that it's that guy. Let's it's just that, go with that, that guy. That All right, guy. let's let's move on. Uh, we're doing buy or sell, buying or selling people, places, things like their stocks. What about Kim Kardashian? I know we're not pop culture guys or more of sports guys, but uh, she was seen holding hands and kissing with uh, Pete Davidson, comedian from SNL. He is buying or selling Kimmy K. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna buy Kim K here. That that sounds a little weird. I'm gonna buy her, but because uh, dude, she's dating Pete Davidson. Now, if you guys don't know, he has Crohn's disease. And, oh, uh, he, Crohn's and, and, guy. And uh, you're, I'm a Crohn's guy too. So I think he's giving all the Crohn's guys hope. And uh, Kim Kardashian is allowing that to happen. So <laughs> if Pete Davidson could get Kim Kardashian, yeah, I think I might be able to. So I'm gonna hold on to that hope. Yeah. All right, JJ, you gonna before buy or sell Kimmy K? Before I move on, uh, it's Mac Brown. That's oh, it. Mac yeah, yeah. Brown. Anyway, moving on to uh, Kim Kardashian. She's hot. Wait, sorry, is she still Kim Kardashian West, or was the hyphen removed? Bit. Removed. Ooh, That's been she, uh, officially removed. Robinson Levinson Gould. No Gould. No Gould anymore. It's just the, Levinson. The office bit. <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, so Kim Kardashian. I mean. Is she hot and sexy? Yes, but you, you, you're just turning into now just some Hollywood hack, just bouncing around from guy to guy. Oh, I'm done with I'm done with Kanye. Um, I'm gonna just go date a guy that looks maybe try to be similar to Courtney Kardashian's uh, bo- boyfriend Travis Barker, who is amazing, awesome dude by the way. But I feel like she's just trying to like, oh, my sister's doing. It. I'm gonna bounce around and just do whatever I want and just look like an idiot. So I'm selling her for that sake. I I like Pete Davidson. But uh, she just seems like she's just 
bouncing around, like, doesn't even, I don't know. Well, it seems like skinny guys who are drug addicts the majority of their life and then kind of get their crap together later in their lives, uh, they seem to be doing really it's good trendy. these days. Yeah. Dude, there was, there, was this pi- there was this picture of Hillary Clinton walking into an apartment that was just disgusting with like a horrid look on her face. I don't know what it was for or what the context was, but it said Kim Kardashian walking in Pete Davidson's apartment in Staten Island. Because, you know, we all know Pete Davidson is, like, the most relatable guy. He doesn't act He doesn't act like someone who's famous. He's just, you know, is a high all the time and just laughs and doesn't care. So, but I, I'm going to say, I'm going to buy Kim Kardashian. I've been a big fan of her work since the Ray J days, uh, if you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, oh yes. Oh. oh. I don't know. I mean, wow, wow. you know what? I, Kanye is kind of a nutcase, so, you know, if, I, I think Pete Davidson's funny. I think he's great. At the, if you guys look back to the uh, Comedy Central roasts, the celebrity roasts, he had a good joke about Shaq. He said Shaq's uh, stats this season, he broke seven backboards and 63 cervixes, which is a good bit. Uh, and then he also said that Snoop Dogg it looks like Shaq's skeleton. So, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. The guy's just hes a genius. I think he's funny. So you know what? I think that's a dub for Kim. Obviously a dub for Pete because she's gorgeous and is part of the rich family. We're not going to talk about Rob Kardashian and, and hiding the the, we, the murder weapon. We're not going to talk about it. We don't have to do that. JJ, I think you would, there's some breaking college news and kind of relevant to what we just talked about here, boys. LSU is expected to hire Notre Dame's Brian Kelly as the school's next head coach. Wait, did he get fired at Notre Dame? I yeah, I just remember. No. I just well, I remember. Uh, I remember um, seeing all the PJ stuff with Notre Dame connected earlier this year. So that's why I was talking about that oh, earlier. Did he? Maybe he did get. F- I'm not sure if Brian Killing got fired or if he just accepted a new job. But that's that's yeah, crazy. because they were they were they were in the top ten all year. Yeah. So I don't know if or Notre Dame was. So I don't go, go maybe, he's just, maybe he's just uh, done with Notre Dame and well, remember Indiana. that that young woman that uh, Coach O was uh, in bed with. <laughs> go Tigers. That's that's why you coach go in Tigers. LSU. That's why Brian Kelly's going there. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go, go Tigers. <laughs> I, I, you think Brian? How many, how many times will Brian Kelly say Go Tigers? Go Tigers. Gonna, he's he, he's going to be like, no, the Coach O days are over. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying that. Dude, okay. I, I thought they loved Coach O down there in LSU. Yeah, I don't know. What, get, that, that he went, got fired. That went downhill south, like, fast. Right? I think it was, like, an agreed-upon resignation. Since, but the, there since the Joe yeah. Burrow era, like, talk about losing your job fast. That's that those cigar-smoking like, pictures. Oh, yeah, That was the height of the Coach O days. And then a couple bad years later, and he gone. He gone. It's over. It's tough. It's you hate done. to see it. Uh, all right, let's move on. We have Byron Buxton. I think it was Sunday night. So, yes, it was almost a week ago, but our, our friend Byron Buxton got signed to a huge contract extension with the Twins. Like seven years, 100 mil. Is that right? That's insane. 100 mil uh, guaranteed, right? It was a lot of money. That I don't care if you want to sit there and yell at me like you don't even know the number. Is, well, I know it's the more money than we'll all make ever, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe so- not. Who knows? It's almost unheard of, a lot of the, money from the poll ads to do something like that. Like it, to you, sign a good player, it blows your mind, right? They, they usually get rid of a player like Bucks. Well, like and an usually Aaron they're Hicks. too they're too busy worrying about the hot dog prices, the parking passes, or how much you got to pay for a diet cock. I mean a diet cock. I mean a diet cock. I'm sorry, diet cock. I mean diet coke. Heaven forbid, we don't want to win a World Series. We want to just make sure we get our hot dog prices correct here, right? Right. I don't get because the poll ads, they're like the richest owners in baseball, which kind of are they're out they're top five, aren't they? They're some of the richest owners in baseball. I yeah, think so. They're up yeah. There. Yeah. And, it, and it just kind of blows my mind how I mean, I guess they're businessmen, so they're going to treat it like a business. Right. But you have so many of these team owners that are like they do it as a hobby and they don't care about the profit line at all. They just want W's. Well, and I, was, I, can, I was like when the poll ads signed Donaldson to like 90 mil. We're like, yeah, we need more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Donaldson's amazing, but we need more. Well, and here's the thing: the, the Twins obviously need pitching, and like a lot of these free agent pitchers are getting signed up right now for very reasonable contracts. And you sit there and you're like, why can't the Twins do that? Yeah. We're, we're gonna have the same exact pitching staff as last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why aren't we fixing? Well, our pitching? I I remember last year when like we didn't we like got rid of a few decent Trevor May. We got rid of like Trevor May and some of the other pitchers, and we didn't really sign anyone other than Colome. And I remember just being like. I think the twins are going to be bad this year. And everyone like jumped no. on me. Like they were like, no, no, like, they know what they're doing. It's gonna be a great game. We're going to, you know, be back in the playoffs. And I'm like, I'm just looking at these offseason moves. I don't think this is going to work. Well, I remember after the first game, I remember I was saying, I, I have a sour taste in my mouth. Cause we like blew like a ninth inning lead. Oh, it's game one. Of one like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, no, this is going to be good. And look what happened. It was crazy. Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I really liked the shortened season when they had it because I was I just paid yeah. attention to every every single game, game actually mattered, dude. Yeah. I I cannot tune into unless the Twins are doing really well. It's hard for me to like watch the games. I'll I'll follow the scores and yeah. be on Twitter. Well, and I didn't, I just think the last three months of the Twin season we paid attention, but I don't think any of us were religiously watching by any stretch. Right. Like 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 no. if, if, if if there was an option to go to a bar tonight or to watch a Twins game, we'd easily choose the bar. Right. Well, it was it, you knew it was going down very quick, like in baseball. You just know when the season's probably going downhill after like twenty games, like a month in. And Dude, you by just our, knew by we, our, our like June or May cup snake that we did at Target Field, we kind of knew. Yeah, yeah. middle of June. Yeah, we like, that, that, that's done. what made it so much better. But what I will say, boys, we did watch an aggressive amount of baseball in Vegas when we were betting on it. Remember, oh, that was it's fun. actually really fun to watch multiple baseball games when you have them in like a parlay. So mm-hmm. you know what. Gambling is always the the window into boring sports for us, or what we think are boring sports. Not shaming. This isn't a baseball shaming podcast. We're just we're, we're not we're we're we're, not we're fans of faster paced sports. Even though I'm a big golf fan, I don't but, understand myself either. I don't even know if we said we'd buy or sell. Buy, buy or buy. oh, you, you, you said unanimous buy, buy right? I, I'm yeah. gonna buy. I guess oh, yeah. the only thing that would that would even question you from this is his injury history, right? Which but, is a fair is a fair argument. argument but did, who else are we going to get? We tend yeah. to well, give up players like and, this. And here's the thing: when he's on the field, the big obviously the big emphasis is on the win. He's an MVP candidate. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred and twenty percent. Hundred and sixty-nine percent plus four twenty. All right, uh, we're doing buy or sell. We got one left here. Uh, Cyber Monday. That was a couple. That was last Monday. Yeah, last Monday. It was Monday. I don't know. You guys do that. I didn't this year, but honestly, uh, you get some pretty good deals. I mean, I, I I like the concept that there is a day where they're going to give you crazy deals and you don't have to risk it and yep. trample it to death. Yeah. Or getting shots. Yeah. So I'm going to buy just on that fact. I'm never going to do, I don't think I'm going to do Black Friday again unless there's a big reason to do it. But like Cyber Monday, I can get behind. I don't even have to leave my house. Well, now that we have Santa Claus, a.k.a. Jeff Bezos, uh, Jeffrey Bezos running the greatest e-commerce company of all time. I don't know why we even need to go to stores anymore. That's true. You know, so it's, it's great, yeah. I'll buy I'll, it. I'll buy it too. Yeah, sit, sit on your butt and uh, buy what you need to buy. Watch, watch uh, Monday Night Football and pull the trigger on a new pair of boots. Yeah. Do you guys ever watch like extreme couponing growing up? I did grow yeah. up where they'd buy like hundreds of dollars worth of stuff and they'd pay like a dollar sixty and they'd or, be they'd be like pissed. In some in some cases, uh the store would end up paying them money with right. coupon. I yeah, have no dude, clue how that I, works. It's it's a it's a hack. They're it's, losing money. They're they're life hackers. But uh that was buy or sell, folks. We've done buy or sell bit of the week. Uh, stick around after the commercial break. We still got one more segment on this day in history. You're listening to It's a Bit Radio, presented by Ten Thousand Takes and the fan. Yes.
right, welcome back to It's a Bit Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes and The Fan. We've already done Bit of the Week and Buy or Sell. So let's close out the show with On This Day in History. It's currently December 4th, 2021, and uh, there's, been, there's been some things that happened in, uh, on December 4th. So let's start with the first one. We got 1909, oldest still operating NHL franchises officially established as J. Ambrose O'Brien and Jack Leveloit. Yeah, it's some French-Canadian crap. Let's go with that. I'm French-Canadian. My last name is Leverance, so it's not too far off. Uh, Created the Club de Hockey Canadian, known today as the Montreal Canadiens, the oldest franchise in history. Oh, and funny fact, if you've seen the Canadiens logo, that's what it stands for, a C-H-C. Yep. So that's why they do club so hockey creative. Canadian. Yeah, so creative. they know what they were doing in 1909. Hey, there's still a there's still a team today. And this, hey, I, I gotta say right now, if you're a Montreal Canadiens fan and you ever like pull the flex, we have the most Stanley Cups in history. You can just shut up. You won those when there. You won the majority of those when there's only eight teams. You've in the been league. around since yeah, before six. before yeah, six. sunscreen was invented. Like it's, what what do you want from me? Dude, if Jacques Lemaire before. was like on your team, like, like he was a wild coach years ago, it just blows my mind that like they still consider themselves as powerhouse of a franchise when's the last time they've done anything they've done nothing you literally like i that's an advantage they've been in the league for over 112 years of course you may have the most but it's you've like been around it, the longest you've been around the longest yet you've actually done not nearly as much as you could have done it's just like a comparison of what have the packers done with two hall of fame quarterbacks Right, two Super Bowls really in 30 years give me a break so you, montreal you, could have done way better you guys they still have carry price yeah You've had that goalie forever, and you've down. never been able to look. This isn't—they've been ever been able to do nothing. Yeah, but really nothing. He always seems to choke. But like, no, this is impressive. Congrats to Montreal Club, laid laid to Club Canadian. How old would they be if they started in uh, nineteen oh nine? Ninety one plus twenty one. 112. No, 112. Yeah, 112, 112 years. So years happy, happy 112th birthday to yeah. the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Have a half fun with your what, 24, 26, hey, whatever. How many cups? You old won. dusty you f words. You guys, you guys, self censorship. Dusty love it. benders. There oh, you go. That. Ooh, yeah, that's more. That's more radio friendly. Yeah, hoser. You can just you, go with that. You freaking hoser, bud. You sevs. Hey, you guys. At least, <laughs> at least we didn't lose uh, during the era when you allowed the first North American Stanley Cup team to win in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Seattle Metropolitan Metropolitans in 1919 or 1918 actually won the first ever first ever Wait, U.S. team. So does this mean that this franchise is older than both World Wars? Yeah, yeah, that is insane. Like, yep. I don't even know when the next 19... team. When was the second team to be inducted? Inducted. Uh, and founded. Not, uh, that's a good question. Inaugurated into the what? If I don't even think it was the NHL uh... yet. Pittsburgh Pirates and New York Americans. Pittsburgh is this baseball or a history of organizational changes in the NHL? Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, really. That's yeah. strange. Yeah, so That's ba- crazy. baseball stole the name. I love it. Well, no, but wasn't the original six of the NHL so, Philadelphia, Detroit, Boston, Boston, Chicago, Islanders? Was it Islanders? I don't. I think it was the Rangers. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yep, yep. Really quick, so. The Montreal Canadiens are 112 years old. Now let's do the the NHL was founded in 1917. Yes. So how 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 old how much older than the NHL? So what like uh, eight six years. Year, eight years eight, eight years. years. So the Montreal Canadiens are eight years older than the NHL itself. That is insanity. That's crazy. I wonder what league it was back then or who they were playing. They're probably playing just, just random. Just like right. remember looking at the golfer schedule in the 1800 and they were playing high school teams and stuff. You got it's something like it that. Was something crazy. 
Um, all right, moving on uh, on this day in history, December 4th, Jay-Z turns 52. Happy 52nd yeah, birthday, happy Jay-Z. Birthday, Jay-Z. Uh, what's your guys' favorite Jay-Z song? Uh, um, mine is uh, uh, Jay-Z, or uh, what is it New called? York? Beyonce uh, Empire thinks that State I'm of cute. Took down, no. Is, everybody thinks Jay-Z. You're talking KB about Froggy Fresh. Lazy. You're talking about Froggy Fresh who yeah, rips Froggy Fresh Jay-Z rips in a Jay-Z. song. I don't know. I haven't actually have never been like a super fan of Jay Z. Um, what about I, Holy I, Grail I when uh, they do like Nirvana's in it? Spirit? I do like his remix of "Numb" by Linkin Park. Isn't that Jay Z? I'm pretty sure that's uh, he does a remix of "Numb." Uh, Linkin Park. Dude. I could be off though, dude, for sure. But like, I mean, he's a well known, in you know, dude in our society. I well, just, let's. Uh, I mean, he's. Uh, He's he's just a good businessman in general as well. He's a he's an entrepreneur. There we he's, go. He's, he's, he is he is like a guy doing business. Him and A Rod. Uh, he was kind of the first like musicians who were also had that like business mindset. You know, mm-hmm. is he still married to Alicia Keys? No, Beyonce. Oh, or he was dating her. Oh, he sang the New York State of Mind, Empire State of Mind, yeah. Alicia Keys. Married to Beyonce, which is a big W, big dub. Oh, big. Uh, my favorite her. song I like by Jay Z is the Forever Young remake. Oh, that's remix so good. With the trap yeah. music in it. Yep. It's a it's a good one. Forever Young, I wanna be forever young. And he kind of does like a rap to it. It's yep. pretty sweet. Oh yeah, it's the. What, numb. About, what about you, Wags? What do you like? Yeah. Oh, I, I really liked uh, Holy Grail when they oh, have yeah. uh, Smells Like Holy Grail in there. Yeah, with J- JT, oh. Justin Timber. Yeah. Like, we did a Sexy's Back cover, Football's Back, so shout out to him. I got that six. We might back. have to uh, create a new song, Holy Fail, the next time a sports team just lets us down, which will probably happen shortly. No, oh, you yeah. could do like, huh, uh, Holy Fail, and then we do like our voiceover of the Grail part. Uh, uh, first round fail. elimination. I don't know. <laughs> we won't even we won't even make the first uh, round. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, give me a break. Give, give me, me a break. break. Give me a break. Uh, all right, let's move on. You're listening to It's Bit Radio. We're talking about on this day we got December fourth, uh, National Dice Day, December fourth, and we're celebrating by rolling dice and playing with dice. Can you believe that dice have been around for over 5,000 years? I just, I just found that it was National Dice Day. So I just copied and pasted that thing. One sec. <laughs> dice have been around for over 5,000 years. That's crazy. How, yeah. how long have people been gambling? Oh, God. <laughs> I, that's that's what I want to know. But I wonder what I mean, they're gambling for. for I mean, that's kind of genius. Ago. Like They probably just carved a rock and then like like carved out like little symbols and maybe put a little bit of paint in them. And then yeah. it's like, all right, let's just like. So let's, let's roll these instead instead of dying due to a lack of technological medical advancement let's just roll dice and tell uh the you have to go to the bathroom which you don't know what to do with because you're a caveman yeah I, I, first of all it kind of blows my mind that they can find something and then they can be like oh that's that's five thousand years old like it is i guess they what half age it with isotopes and crap but like i can't believe that's even a thing but like do people even language was well developed five thousand years ago was it or no are they still like how, I, I how old ago so. was 5,000 years ago? I'm just 2,500 BC. 3,000 BCE. I don't know. What? I, I don't know what they're... I, I'm just... I'm, I mean, it's great. It's a great fact, but I don't know what they What's the point of having dice if you can't even speak? I, I don't know. Or you don't have currency. Like, like, like what do you... What's on the line? Yeah. What, what, like, do you just kill each other if you, if you don't win? They probably gamble... 
pieces of mammoth. So, Dude, it's nuts how much they would use one mammoth if they killed one back in the day. Probably Maybe, you yeah, you probably gamble pieces of the of the mammoth that you killed like 10 years ago. Gamble well, actually, the they didn't, uh, at that time, there was no way that they would be able to store it all year round. They didn't have refrigeration or anything. So it, it would spoil. Unless, you're in the Unless it was in the winter when you killed it, yeah. But then you'd probably year. die because you'd freeze. Or it's really a lost loss back in the prehistoric <laughs> days. We also we know nothing about history. So if you came on the show to actually learn about history, uh, our most sincere apologies. <laughs> we know nothing about history, but we have a bit called "On This Day in History." Right. That's the well, epitome of our brand. We're, we're learning as you're learning. Folks. Right. We're right. Learning. We're just learning. It's like le- the leapfrog. You guys ever you ever use those things? Learn at home. Yeah. Le- oh, oh yeah, yeah the little frog. yeah growing up. Gosh. Yes. I haven't that known. nostalgia just came right out of my pocket. Yeah, I don't know. I, I remember being six years old. Like those were like the first screens. Too, yeah, you know, like, yeah, with the, the little the stylus. Yeah, the freaking bubble screen. Just oh my god, yeah. leapfrog to be six years old again. I that was yeah. yeah, backyard baseball. Backyard baseball. Pablo Sanchez, the greatest fictional athlete of all time. Pete Wheeler. Yeah, he was. He had <sighs> mental. He was mentally ill, but he could run fast. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. He was just like he was really slow at every. Yeah. Like, uh, um, yeah. P, you know, just yeah. all the time. Hello, hey guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah you'd say Dude, why, they gave him that like southern uneducated accent. Why, yeah. why did they make Pete, well, my guy Pete so stupid? <laughs> yeah. And why was he so slow mentally, but so fast on the base? Yeah, passes? very, very disrespectful to the game. I just remember they would do stuff in there like, where he's like, I want a batter, not a. Uh, yeah, they just. <laughs> like that. Dude, it's the creators hilarious. of Backyard Baseball are like, let's make this guy really stupid. Yeah. Yes. And Jesus. they did a great job. <laughs> Think of some guy from Georgia or Alabama and let's just go with it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's keep going. On this day in history, <laughs> December fourth, a National Cookie Day. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, dude. Pete Wheeler is like the face of inbreeding. I know. Right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the face of inbreeding America. Sorry. Don't go yeah. to West Virginia. <laughs> I need to do a thirty for thirty on Pete Wheeler. Yes. How oh, wouldn't that oh. be a good bit? It'd be almost. I, it would be that and Pablo. They should do like a double. Pablo one. Escobar, the greatest. Yeah. Pablo Escobar. No, no. P- Pablo Sanchez. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Pablo Escobar was a cocaine guy. All right. Uh, National Cookie Day is today. So uh, Fat Boy Friday was yesterday. I would have argued to make this on a Friday so you could double up the holidays and get two birds stoned at once, as Ricky would say. But, uh, yeah, National Cookie Day. You guys going to eat any cookies today? Uh, potentially. We'll see what happens. What kind of uh, cookie are you going to eat? Oh, I'm going to eat... Uh... I'm gonna eat your cookie. Oh, we do, dude, We do have the 10K holiday party tonight, uh, so we'll see if anyone shows up. There'll with be cookies. cookies. There'll be cookies, and I'll eat a lot more because you know why? It's National Cookie Day. Well, I'm gonna. I'll, I can bring some of those. Uh, remember the cookie that was in uh, last week's radio bit? 15 questions. Yes, you remember the, what it was? Oh, the, the chocolate chip. The Hershey the Kiss Hershey's cookie. Hershey's yeah. Kiss cookie. Yeah. Except, except we yeah. all did agree that if you put a Reese's in the middle, they're way better. A hundred percent. Reese's is just a superior candy than a Hershey's right. kiss. So. Oh, oh, 100%. Yeah. And it's Peanut less awkward cookie. to eat. How do you? How are you supposed to eat a kiss? Yeah, There's the, the there. pointy end. Why, why, not, why not make it what, why don't we? Uh, <laughs> yeah, why don't we go like to the weird. store and just fist pound some uh, of the... Uh, Whatever cookie dough. Oh, the Reese's the, cookie dough. Reese's that cookie phase dough we went through. Oh that that gosh. was bad. You, you can't have that in the house anymore because no. there's one night. In, there's one night a week I get a little drunk. <laughs> Dude, by the way, can we talk about what you did <laughs> to the, mi- the microwave yeah, on Saturday that night? Video, I looked at that oh. video and I almost vomited. Like, I, did you eat that food afterwards? Oh my god! I was so hungry. <laughs> I'm not letting this over like this okay, Thanksgiving. Let's uh, let's set up the video for those who haven't seen it. 
Yeah, what? dude. Let's, let's set the scene. Oh, what happened there? To explain oh, the sorry, I sorry. We're gonna cue a video. Go to clip. Oh, let's we get did. a clip on the radio. We, we, yeah. Okay, so let's we don't set have the scene. we don't have good enough technology to do it in real time. Well, so we well I was just in my. We were just in our kitchen here at the Tenke House, and I had. I'm like, I'm hungry. Oh, leftover. The time stamp stuff. on it is like three a.m. Yes. Like, dude, in the weekend before you're making waffles, and it's just not going well. That didn't go well either. It's been now two weekends in a row since being at the Tenke House. Something has happened on the weekend. How did a whole plate of Thanksgiving food end up? On the microwave tray, I was uh, actually, without a plate. I was the I one who know. took the video. I don't remember how it happened. Well, either. no, I had it in a little like leftover container. I had put it in there successfully like one or two times, actually heating it up, t- taste it, checking it or whatever. It was doing. I was doing fine. All of a sudden, I think I like tried to put it in, and like it slipped off my hand and just fell all over the microwave. Absolutely ridiculous. It's the way she goes, Ricky. Absolutely ridiculous. But you, I, I, you ended up eating the food. I ended up eating it. Well, I, you, you I, nuked it. Wasn't it. on the floor. Yeah, you nuked it in the microwave. Whatever. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, wags the comment you made on this one. All right. Uh, on this day in history, December fourth, the first Burger King opened on this day in 1954. Hyphen. Congrats! <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> I wrote that down. Yeah. No, no. Burger King. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> the the amount of people who've been on the podcast have said the worst fast food restaurant oh. is Burger King. Oh, open to ninety. The fact that I know it's like I know they're one of our top franchises in like America, but the, the fact oh, that it was God. listed down on a website like is this? Oh, this is a significant part of history. The first Burger King open. Congrats! <laughs> oh. oh Jesus! Congratulations! Shout out to Burger King. Remember, Tommy, dude, Tommy Olsen loves Burger King. Oh, yeah, remember, Burger King challenge. Do you remember when, when Burger King like tweeted out, um, women belong in the kitchen, exclamation point, and they're like, we're launching a new program that excels women in business. It's like- You're they, putting them in the kitchen. They got canceled Oh, so that. quick. Hey, that's Ridiculous. like- uh, I love that. One thing that they did right is they would like get Conor McGregor- um, in their commercials, and you know yeah. how like this, like uh, he like he was eating like a Whopper, and like he went up to like the Burger King mascot, and he was like, "You're looking at the king." And he's, like, <laughs> he's just like, "You're looking at the king." Oh, dude, that creepy mascot yeah. that they yes. use—it's like Big Red from Nebraska. He, dude, yes. he is terrifying. Pretty yes. Pete, he looks like my uh, my cousin growing up had the mask, like a full legit Burger King mask, and he'd wear it. And I remember like screaming and crying at it. The Burger King mask. Ronald McDonald is not much better. No, like these fast food companies need to stop trying to create mascots because they're never going to come out right. But the Burger King guy is terrifying. My uh, the king. I just feel like mask in general. Like they're always terrifying. <laughs> My dad put on a Bobby Hill mask when I was four years old, and I ran away from him screaming. Yeah. Like, it was because so it's terrifying. Yes, the psychology behind it is that yeah. the face doesn't move. <laughs> like I, I might actually be more terrified of the king than Ronald McDonald because yeah. at least you can like see his face. Like creepy well, though. Yeah. Uh, long story short, congratulations to you, Burger King, on opening for the first time in 19. 19- congratulations! <laughs> December 4th. All right, folks, that just about wraps up another episode of It's a Bit Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. You can find everything we do. Just go on any social media platform Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Just search 10K Takes. Go to our website, 10KTakesMN.com, to read some of our blogs shop with some of the merch so we had no cyber monday deals unfortunately all right babe. we'll get there next year uh with some e-commerce maybe we'll get the uh the new owner of the timberwolves who did some e-commerce work with walmart mm-hmm. to e-commerce. uh help us out with that but uh otherwise folks you can listen to the it's a bit podcast anywhere on your podcast streaming platforms 
and then listen to this show every Tuesday or every, uh, oh my gosh. Saturday. Every Saturday <laughs> from 2 to 3 p.m. on KFAN Plus 96.7 or KFAN Plus at iHeart.com. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan, and we'll see you later.